Merry Christmas to everyone in Terryville and Torrington. If you're watching online, we are so excited to have you together with us, worshiping God and celebrating Jesus Christ, the thrill of hope. Even when the night seems dark and the night seems stormy, there is that thrill of hope. And we are so glad that you're here. My name is Judah Thomas. For those of you who might not know me, I'm a lead pastor here at Thrive. You know, I, I read of a boy, and he was kind of a, a little bit of a troublemaker, you know. You know what they say about Christmas and Santa Claus and how he's going to find out if you're naughty or nice. And, and so the boy starts composing his letter to Santa Claus, and he says, Santa... I've been very good this year, and I would like, and he stopped. And he crumpled up the paper and threw it in the garbage. <laughs> Starts writing again, Santa, I've been pretty good this year. And this is what, and he crumples it up, throws it in the garbage. He starts again, says, Santa, I've kind of been okay this year, and this is what, and then he crumples it up, throws it in the garbage, goes into his mother's room where she happened to have a statue of Mary on her uh, dresser. He grabs the statue of Mary, brings it to his room, puts it in the closet, and locks the door. Then he sits down, and he starts to write. He's like, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over Santa's head. I'm going go to go to Jesus. He says, Dear Jesus, I have your mother, and if you ever want to see her again... This is what I would like for Christmas. You know, I don't recommend this strategy for getting things on Christmas. I wonder, though, if you've ever felt hopeless in life. If you've ever felt that hopeless feeling, like something is on the horizon and you just don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. They say be careful if you see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Because it might be an oncoming train. And sometimes maybe that's how we feel in life. Like all hope is lost. And hopelessness is a horrible thing. It's a horrible place to, to be in this hopeless place. We often think of hope kind of like a, like a wish, right? Well, I, I hope my team makes it to the Super Bowl. I, 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 it would be nice if I could get a raise. It would be nice if someday, you know, this would happen. And it, it, these are things that kind of seem like a, like a long shot. I hope I get a job. I hope I get accepted to the school. I hope I win the lottery. You know, I, I, it's all like this roll of a dice. I hope it happens. It probably won't, but, but I hope. And that's often what we think of hope being. But that's not the hope that we're talking about today. See, in your notes, real hope is an expectation based on the promises of God. Hope is an expectation based on the promises of God. See, God's hope is not something that's based on, on feelings. The hope that we have in God is not something based on, on my desires or some positive thoughts that I may have. See, the hope that we can have in God is based on a promise. The hope that we put in Jesus Christ is based on his promises, not just on some mere chance, something that hopefully maybe will happen possibly someday. There was a movie about 20 years ago 
called Hope Floats. Did anybody ever see that movie? It's all like women mostly raising their hands. I didn't see the movie. You know, it was like a, like a chick flick or something. I didn't watch the movie, but you know what? I, I saw an, all I needed to see on the cover, and, and it said hope floats, but the hope that we're talking about today is not a hope that floats. This hope that we're talking about is a hope that sinks. See, my hope doesn't float. My hope sinks. I didn't say my hope stinks. I said my hope sinks. Let's look what it says in Hebrew chapter 6. Hebrew chapter 6, and it says this. It says, therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. We can have confidence as we hold to this hope. We're holding on to this hope. This hope is a strong and trustworthy, what is that? Anchor. God's hope, the hope from God is a strong and a trustworthy anchor. This hope is a strong anchor for our souls and it leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. See, my hope is like an anchor. What is the purpose of an anchor? An anchor is something that that we sink down to the bottom of a lake or the ocean to hold our boat in place. It's something that goes to the bottom and holds firm. My hope in Jesus Christ holds firm. It anchors me. See, this is a hope that Jesus forgives. This is a hope that he is still on the throne. I have a hope. Say that to the person next to you. Say, I have a hope, and my hope sinks. My hope sinks. My hope sinks down to the bottom. It sinks down. This is something that would normally hold a boat in place. You put it down. Why? So you don't drift. I wonder if you've ever been swimming before in the ocean. I've done this when I was younger. I'd be swimming, and we'd have all of our towels and umbrella on the beach, and we're out in the ocean playing around, swimming, having a good time. A couple hours later, you look up and you find that you're nowhere near your blanket anymore. It's far down the beach. Well, you didn't notice this happening. Why? Because we began to drift. We began to drift away. And often in our lives, we will drift away from Christ if we don't have an anchor that goes down deep. See, it may move a little bit with the wind and the waves. The boat may rock back and forth a little bit, but it's not going to drift away. The captain of the ship is not worried when the anchor is down. See, real hope doesn't float. It's like an anchor that goes to the bottom and holds you through the storms of life, through the difficulties, through the troubles and the trials that you may face in your life. See, you can overcome the storms in your notes. You can overcome the storms in life when you are anchored to hope. As we close out one year, maybe you've went through some storms in this past year. Well, we can overcome these storms when we're anchored to hope. There's more storms that will probably be coming, but is my life anchored to hope? Is it anchored to Jesus Christ? See, because when, when you're anchored to hope, nothing can move you. The wind and waves, they may come, but I'm not worried because my anchor 
is holding on strong. My anchor goes down deep. You can't see beneath the surface. People may look at you and say, how come you're in the middle of the storm and you're not getting tossed around by the waves and the wind? It's because you can't see what's beneath the surface because my anchor is going down deep. My anchor is holding on fast to the rock. That rock is Jesus Christ. This baby who was born 2,000 years ago is no longer a baby, but he's the king of kings, and I can put my hope and my trust in him. So when you have loss, when maybe you are disappointed, maybe you have times of discouragement in your life, Maybe something you feel like is just holding you back from achieving all that you would like to achieve in life. You don't need to be worried because you're anchored to hope. And see, something, though, in life is always trying to convince us to pull up our anchor. To pull up our anchor. When life doesn't seem fair, I'm tempted to pull up my anchor. When things take longer than you expect them to take, when maybe you're not as far along in life as you thought, we're tempted to pull up our anchor. You're tempted to go through these things, but if you pull it up, then you'll begin to drift. And you'll drift into anger and bitterness. You'll drift into resentment. You'll drift into depression and discouragement. Why? Because our anchor is not going down deep. In Psalms chapter 42, verse 5, it says, why are you downcast? Why are you sad, oh my soul? You ever talk to yourself? Anybody honest enough to admit you're to, oh, a few of you. I say I always talk to myself when I need good advice. You know, it's like, like I don't talk to you guys. When I want some good advice, say, hey, you know, self, let's have a conversation here. And, and here, the psalmist who is writing this, he starts talking to himself, and he's writing it down. That's a little embarrassing, but he's like, hey, my soul. Hey, Judah, hey, my soul, why are you downcast? Why are you depressed? Why are you discouraged? Why are you anxious? Why are you filled with fear? Why the unease within me? Have you ever felt that unease? That, that, that little bit that makes you feel like you're out of balance. This unease, this unsettled feeling in your life. Why are you downcast? Why this unease? And then what does he tell himself to do? Like I said, when you want some good advice, sometimes you got to talk to yourself. And he says, put your hope in God. Why am I downcast? Put my hope in God. Why are you uneasy? Put your hope in God. Why am I discouraged? Why am I depressed? Why am I battling these things? Put your hope in God. I wonder today, where is your hope? Where is your hope? We put our hope in all kinds of different things in life, don't we? We put our hope in relationships, but sometimes we put our, our, our hope in relationships and our relationships, they let us down. Sometimes we put our hope in circumstances. Well, I just hope that it's all going to turn out right. But you know what? You put your hope in circumstances and it may not turn out the way that you thought it should. It may not turn out the way that you had hoped for. Maybe you put your hope in money. Maybe you're, you're, you're spending uh, less than you make so you can save it and store it up so you can have a good retirement. You're putting your hope in money, but, but you never know. We, we may lose it someday or some emergency might come up that requires us to spend everything that we have. Is your hope in your job? You might lose it one day. 
Is your hope and your health? That's not something that's guaranteed to be with us forever. See, all of these things are things that sometimes we try to anchor our faith into, but when we anchor our faith, our hope into these things, we'll end up being disappointed. We end up hopeless, feeling hopeless. Did you know, in your notes, there are no hopeless situations. There's no situation in your life that is hopeless with God on your side, with your anchor going deep. There are no situations that are hopeless, only people who become hopeless. See, you have the choice to make whether you're going to allow your hope, your anchor to go down deep into Christ, or whether you are going to now allow yourself to become hopeless in the situation that you face. So put your hope in the Lord. Put your hope in Jesus Christ. Put your hope in the one who was born for the very purpose to come and live a life, to set us free from sin, to set us free from shame. See, hope can't be found in any other relationship. Hope can't be found in another person. Hope can't be found in another situation. Our hope is found in Jesus Christ. And when you put your hope In Jesus Christ, you will never be disappointed. He won't let you down because he is faithful. He is faithful and just. He will be with you. He will take the journey with you. Does that mean you'll never have storms in life? No, you may have storms, but when our anchor goes deep, it'll keep us from drifting. It'll keep us from moving away from the path that he has for us. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, Verse 16, it says, Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us by his grace give us eternal comfort and a what? A wonderful hope. May God give us hope. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself give us hope. Where does our hope come from? It comes from Jesus Christ. Where does my hope come from? Not another person, not money, not politics. Man, believe me, my hope doesn't come from Washington, D.C. My hope comes from the Lord. My hope doesn't come from my bank account. My hope comes from the Lord. My hope doesn't come from a relationship. My hope doesn't come from my position. My hope doesn't come from my education. It comes from Jesus Christ, my Lord. It says, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal comfort and a wonderful hope. Comfort you and strengthen you in every good thing you do and say, Jesus wants to give you a hope today. If you've studied survival at all, they have this rule of threes that they say. Whenever you're in a survival situation, there's things that are important for you to do, and and they kind of prioritize these things with these rules of three. For example, the average person can go about three weeks without food. Now, some of you are like, there is no way. I can barely go three hours without food. In fact, you just saying the word food made me hungry right now. I get it. But... If you're in a survival situation, you can go about three weeks without food. What does that mean? That means oftentimes when people get in survival situations, you know what the very first thing they do is? They try to find food. But that's not the most important thing. See, they can go three weeks without food, but they can only go about three days without water. See, water is far more important, but did you know that you can go approximately three days without water? You can only go about three minutes 
without oxygen, right? Some of us can't even go that long. You know, you, you see some of these free divers who dive down, and, and I don't know, they go like seven, eight, nine minutes down, and I try to hold my breath along with them, and, and like, like 30 seconds, I'm like already about to pass out. But, but they say you can go about three minutes without air, three weeks without food, three days without water, three minutes without air, but only about three seconds without hope. We, we, we depend on hope. See, as soon as we don't have hope anymore, the world starts to dim. This is where thoughts, depressive thoughts, suicidal thoughts, these anxiety thoughts begin to fill our lives when we don't have any hope. See, hope is what gives us a reason to live. Hope motivates us to keep going, to keep moving forward. And without hope, we would give up. We would stop trying. We'd stop moving forward. It's like a boy I, I heard of, it, and he was very sick because um, he, had, uh, uh, he actually was a, a burn victim, and as a result, there was a lot of complications. It was very hit or miss. They didn't know if he would survive or make it or not. And, uh, and as a result of, of being hospitalized, they had teachers that would come in and teach these students to try to help keep them up to date with their school. And so a teacher came in, and, and the, the person that was kind of uh, coaching the teacher said, I want you to go up and talk to this boy about um, his nouns and verbs. And the teacher's like, okay, whatever. So the teacher goes up. They're not even expecting to see what she saw. She saw this, this boy with horrible burns all over his body and began to, to teach him about nouns and verbs. A few days later, somebody contacted this teacher and said, what did you say to that boy? And she's like, I don't know. I was just teaching nouns and verbs. That was it. They said, as soon as, as you left, this boy, he started making improvements in his health. His fight to live was increased. He, 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 was, he was just vibrant when it, whenever someone would come in there. So they asked the boy, he said, said, why? What made the difference? Learning about nouns and verbs. And he says, well, I just thought to myself, they're not going to teach a boy nouns and verbs if he was going to die. They're only going to teach that to someone who's going to live. See, and, and he needed that little bit of hope, that little push. Sometimes we need that little hope, that little push to see, oh, I can get through this. Jesus has my back. And your notes, true hope means hoping when things are hopeless. Does that make sense? See, hoping when things are hopeless. See, when everything seems great in your life, it's easy to have hope, isn't it? It's not even really hope. Oh, everything's going great in life. Well, I just, you know, hope tomorrow will be just as good as today. See, it's easy, but that's not true hope. True hope is when I have the ability to put hope in God even when the outcome seems hopeless. See, God wants to give us a hope, not a hope that floats, but a hope that goes down deep. See, when this goes down deep, this is a hope that nobody else can get to. Nobody else can pull it up. See, hope even when God seems distant. Sometimes God may seem distant in your life. That's okay. The, the things might not be going your way. That's okay. My hope goes down deep. And it will hold me even in the difficult times. I have hope even when I have a bad diagnosis. I have hope even when I don't get the bonus I was hoping for. I, I, I may not understand the situations that are going on in my life, but I can still have hope. Why? Because in your notes, my hope goes down deeper than the problems that I face. 
See, the problems, they don't go down very deep. They're all on the surface, but my hope goes down deep. I am anchored to the hope of Jesus Christ. I am anchored to him, and I trust that he will do what he says he will do, that he will be with me, that he will save me, that he will spare me, and that he will set me free, even if I don't feel like it. Because hope is beneath my feelings. It goes down deeper than my feelings. My hope is not based on feelings. Aren't you glad that God's presence in our life is not dependent on our feelings? Oh, well, I feel like he's here now. Oh, I don't feel like he's here now. God is not fickle like that. My hope is not based on a feeling. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. That's what my hope is built on. That's what my hope goes uh, deep in. It goes deep into Jesus Christ. I may not know how the situation will work out in my life, but I know the who. I, I, I may not know what, but I know who. I may not know why, but I know who. I may not even know when something is gonna happen, but I know who holds my faith. I know who my hope goes down into because he is there for me. And I wonder if in your life, if you're drifting today, if you're drifting around, being blown by the wind and the waves, the storms of life, if it's pushing you around and and you're just kind of going wherever with no real sense of direction, maybe you've lost your way. Maybe you've been feeling negative about things, allowing worry to control your life, drowning in in self-pity. Why don't you put your anchor down? Why don't you put your anchor down? You know, people say, don't get your hopes up. You ever heard somebody say, don't get your hopes up? What does that mean? This is, oh, don't have hope in that. No, don't get your hopes up. You get your hopes up, you're just going to let get let down. No, I say get your hopes up. Let your anchor go down deep and get your hopes up. Not based on a situation, but based on a person. Maybe you've had some bad breaks in life, but guess what? God can use that. Maybe you've had some difficulties in life, but guess what? God can use that. He can use any situation in your past. He can use it for his glory. It says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, It says, let us hold tightly, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope that we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. I wonder if somebody's ever broken a promise to you before. I know I've had promises broken to me, and guess what? If I'm honest, I've broken promises to other people before as well. But God can be trusted to keep his promise. So let's hold tightly to this faith that we affirm. Because in your notes, you won't drift when you're anchored to hope. If you're anchored to hope, you don't have to worry about drifting. You don't have to worry about being swept out to sea when any difficulty comes at you. It doesn't mean you won't have difficulties. doesn't mean you won't have trials. In fact, The Bible promises that you will have hard times. But if our anchor goes down deep, we won't get discouraged. We won't get blown off course. You won't start drifting. And you can put your anchor of hope down today. Life is too short to go through life drifting around aimlessly. So hold tightly. Hold tightly. Keep holding on to this hope. Keep holding on to this hope that Jesus has given us. 
See, we talk about hope around Christmas time because it's a nice word and it makes us feel good. But it's not just about feeling good. It's about having someone that we can trust in, about having someone who has our back, who will never leave us and never forsake us. So I have a hope. It, 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 it's, it's, it's not an unaware hope. You know what I'm saying? I know what's going on in the world around us. I, I see the news. I see what's going on in our country, in our world, and I see how it can be discouraging. It can bring fear into our life. It can bring terror. But I know what's going on, but I still have a hope. Because, see, hope helps us to look beyond the present difficulties. It helps us to look beyond the storm that we're facing. In Romans chapter 15, verse 13, it says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely. This is my prayer for you today, that that, that the hope of God will fill you, that your anchor will go down deep into Jesus Christ. I pray the source of hope will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. And then, and then guess what? You will overflow with confident hope. We're not talking about wishy-washy hope. We're not talking about some hope that comes today and is gone tomorrow. We're not talking about a hope that's based on circumstances. We're talking about a confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. This is not a naive hope. I have a hope that went through hell. I have a hope that went through difficulties. I have a hope that has my back. Jesus Christ has been with you and wants to guide you and give you strength. This is a hardened hope that he wants to give us. In your notes, I have a hope that the world did not give and the world can't take it away. This is not a hope. This is not your common everyday hope. This is not the little bit of hope that we talk about when we're feeling lucky about something. This is a hope that goes down deep, that we can anchor our lives on. And some of you Maybe going through things in life right now, and you feel like God is gone, like he's not present, like he's not there, like, like, like he doesn't have your back. God is not gone. God has not left the building. He has not left your side. And we need to hold on to that anchor. Hold on to that anchor. Don't pull it up when the storms come. Let that anchor go down even deeper. Maybe your hope has been in in things and in status or, or whatever else in life. I don't know what you've put your hope into, but I do believe one thing. That's that God brought you here today. That God brought you here to hear about hope. And this message is for you to see that there is hope, that there is a future, that God is by your side and will help you no matter what situation you face, no matter what storm you face. You don't have to drift when your anchor goes down deep. And maybe you came because a friend invited you. Maybe you came because your grandma promised to bake you cookies if you came. I don't know. But God has something deeper in mind, something more lasting than just an hour learning about hope. He wants you to live your life anchored to hope. He wants to give you a hope. And many are here who have never placed their hope truly in Jesus Christ. Maybe you're familiar with it. You know about Jesus. You know Christmas has something to do with a baby in a manger, but you're not anchored to it. And today is a day. There was a child born. 
His name was Jesus, and he was born to give you hope, to give you freedom, to give you salvation, to give you a new start, to give you a new life. You don't have to be disconnected from God anymore. You don't have to live your life drifting in the storms of life any longer because Jesus has come to give us hope. So put your anchor down. Put your anchor down and hold on to the hope of Jesus because there's a new beginning coming. The thrill of hope, a new and glorious morning because I have hope. Not a floating hope, but a hope that I can hold on to. A hope that never fails me and a hope that anchors me. And this hope has a name and his name is Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, we come to you now and we thank you for giving us hope, for giving us a new life. We thank you that we can have our hope go down deep in Jesus and that he won't fail us. He'll never leave us and never forsake us. Maybe you're here today and you've never put your hope in Jesus Christ. What a better time to do it than on Christmas. As we celebrate the birth of our Savior, what better gift to give him than to give him our life? to give him basically all that we have, say, I'm going to let my hope go down in Jesus Christ. I'm going to cling to the hope that he gives me. And if that's the decision you want to make, won't you call out to him? Say, Jesus, you're my Lord, and I put my hope in you today. Father, please open up our hearts. We thank you for your faithfulness, that you've never abandoned us, You've never left us. You've never forsaken us. And that you've given us hope that you'll never fail us and you're going to anchor us and that whatever storm comes our way, we don't have to drift because you are there with us. Even though we go through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with us. That you will finish the work you've started in us and that we can have hope and we can put our trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.